0: Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the Thursday night football show on the We have Tampa Bay and the Philadelphia Eagles. Should be a pretty solid one. Uh, now, back-to-back weeks, we had some good matchups. matchups uh, previous weeks were not the best on Thursday night football. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you guys are interested in NBA preseason DFS, I just uploaded my video breaking down the sixth game Wednesday slate. Um, if you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast. Link down below, it's called the DKDFS Show. And if you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on patreon.com. More info down below. And I do want to thank the sponsor of today's video, Prize Picks. So I'm sure, again, if you guys are familiar or have been watching my videos, you know uh, what Prize Picks is, but if this is your first time watching, there are two different ways you can play. The first way is taking over, under, on fancy points. So right now, I think there's a lot, actually, uh, like 12 players posted for tomorrow's, or more than that, I can't do math. Uh, 14 players posted uh, for uh, the Thursday night game. So, um, yeah, for example, Jalen Hurst, 21 fancy points, you have the under, you have the over. Or you can go to single stat if you would rather take. Over, under, on like passing yards. Like Hurts is productive for 20, 275.5 passing yards. You can take the over, the under there. That's what you feel better about. But yeah, if you guys want to try it out, sign up, use my code, DKDFS. It's DKDFS, all one word. Uh, you'll get 100% match up to $100, right? And then there's one play I do like. Dallas Goddard on the or on the COVID list. So Zach Ertz seven fancy points. I like the over there. I think he gets more involved. So um, yeah, that's my one pick for NFL. And um, now yeah, let's let's get into the video. So, oh, really quick, if you guys could uh, leave a like button on the video. Let's try to aim for a hundred. Uh, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave me a comment. Um, that always uh, helps me mo- get more viewers on these videos. All right, so uh, yeah, before we talk about players and the prices, let's take a look at uh, my lineup here from last night. So this is in the million or. Yeah, last night. Um, this was in the Millimaker. Got pushed out, and because of overtime, the Hollywood Brown touchdown. But yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I told everyone kind of where I was, what I was banking on in the game. I was really hoping the Colts were going to be playing from behind, playing catch up, and having to you know use Naheem Hines a lot more. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out. Right, the Colts got off to uh, an early lead and played from the lead the entire game. Uh, was a little bit tilted about that. Jonathan Taylor, uh, like eighty yard touchdown. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I was telling everyone on Patreon I was going, I was going Mark Anderson, the captain. That obviously went really well. Uh, I Used Lamar and Wentz uh, with Pittman, who was my favorite receiver there. Uh, and then again, right, like I knew the risk here. Naheem Hines, very uh, game script dependent, right? So he needs to be playing from behind for him to be valuable. That's what I was hoping for. It didn't work out. I knew that was a risk, though. And then Jack Doyle had one catch. He actually played more than Moyle Cox, and the Moyle Cox had a couple— other catches but uh, or a couple more catches I should say but yeah that was it for the look back for me again, put got pushed out on the cash at the very end Over overtime going over the lineup and this is in the luxury box a $2,000 entry so this is the winning lineup uh, Hollywood Brown and the captain with the Mar Taylor uh, Mark Andrews Blakenship and Marlon Mack was the valid play we talked about I did get involved um, yeah they used three backs a lot uh, and Jonathan Taylor still got there again a lot of it was because of that long touchdown catch so um, yeah that is it for the look back guys Now let's talk about this showdown slate. And let's start with the Tampa Bay side. And first, let's take a look at some snap counts. So uh, last game, Leonard Fournette played 62%. Giovanni Bernard played 23%. Ronald Jones only 14% of the snaps. At wide receiver, you had Mike Evans played 78%. Godwin played 69%. Something interesting here, uh, Antonio Brown played 57%, but Tyler Johnson played 51%. That was up a lot from the previous week where they only played about 22%. And then Mickens even played 18%. So they used a lot of four wide receiver sets last game, something they didn't do the previous game. And then at tight end, uh, you had O.J. Howard played 59% of snaps, uh, Cam Brate played 38%, and McElroy played 16%. So we will start with Tom Brady at 12.4K. Very safe play. We know the upside Tom Brady presents. I mean, crazy. He's gone for 30-plus fancy points in four of the first five games. That is absurd. Uh, But, yeah, I think Tom Brady, again, very, very safe Tampa Bay uh, dynamic offense. And this is a high total game. There's going to be a good amount of points scored most likely. Now, as far as the wide receivers go with Evans and Godwin, obviously like them both. Uh, Evans a guy I would say more of a red zone target I would say the ceiling might be a little bit higher in Mike Evans I think the floor a little bit higher on Chris Godwin um but yeah both plays look pretty solid Evans a little bit more but I don't have a super strong take on those Tampa Bay wide receivers now Antonio Brown at 8.2k had a really big game uh seven catches and eight targets for 124 yards and two touchdowns I do think that's going to boost the ownership on him um, I think he's solid but might be a little bit over-owned right, because of recency bias. He is pretty close in price, too, to the guys uh, in Evans and Godwin who are just going to play a little bit more than him. Uh, for not at 7-8, so Ronald Jones will still get some touches. You're going to have Giovanni Bernard mix in on third downs. Another one where, yeah, I'm okay with it, but like I think he'll be a little bit over-owned as well. Um, I'm not a huge fan of um paying up for an expensive running back and a three-headed monster um again people that played jonathan taylor got there. story for another day kind of gonna sound salty but i think jonathan taylor at that price and ownership was by far the worst play in the slate um and the obviously the adr touchdown catch kind of bailed some people out but yeah it is what it is um for net at, at this price hmm it's, it's relatively safe, but again, he's not a bell cow back. Jones is still going to get some touches. Giovanni Barrett is still going to get mixed in for the third down work. So that's the that's really the issue there with Fournette. Uh, Gronkowski, I would, don't think he's going to be back. He didn't practice on Tuesday, so my guess is he doesn't play. Um, so, yeah, he should get the combination of Cam Bright, O.J. Howard playing tight end. Running, uh, running back, again, Giovanni Barrett at 5-2. Kind of game flow dependent. He's not going to get a ton of carries. So if you think that Tampa Bay does fall behind, then Giovanni Bernard's going to look a lot better. right? He's pretty similar to guy Naheem Hines. He's going to get a, a bigger boost if Tampa Bay is playing from behind. But more often than not, Tampa Bay is going to be playing from ahead in this game. Uh, and then you have the two tight ends in Cam Brate and O.J. Howard. Cam Brate at 4-8, O.J. Howard at 1-4. O.J. Howard actually out-snapped Cam Brate and he's way cheaper. So I think, based on that, I think you got to lean O.J. Howard. The only reason you'd go to Cam Brate here is for ownership. That's the only reason. Um, yeah, kickers again, relatively safe. Ryan Suckup um, has had some decent games, a couple you know average games, a couple double-digit fantasy point games. So again, kickers are always in play. Uh, the Tampa Bay defense going up against Philadelphia probably going to pass against a high total game, um, so probably not for me. Ronald Jones at one eight, it's just a large field tournament play. Now he's going to get some touches, right? Four, six, five, six, five carries. Uh, the first five games, he did have one catch last game. He's really cheap, and he can definitely get in the end zone, but he probably only gets somewhere between four to seven touches. So um, in play, but you're not going to feel great about it. We talked about O.J. Howard. And then, yeah, I think an interesting play here, Tyler Johnson. So how many snaps does he get? Do we go back to two games ago where he only played you know 22% of the snaps? Or is it going to be like last game where he plays about half the game? If that's the case, then I'd like me some Tyler Johnson. I'm not convinced, though, that he's going to play 50% of snaps again. So, um, and then, yeah, we had, what was it, McRoy? I'm not really interested in the third-string tight end for Tampa Bay. And then where is uh, Mickens? Again, he actually played a little bit um, large field tournament play at the flat min price. Okay, so let's move on to Philadelphia. And let's take a look at the snap counts here. So uh, at running back, you had Sanders uh, play 75% of snaps. Gainwell played 24%. Boston Scott did not play. At wide receiver, so Devontae Smith played 93% of the snaps. Rager, 70%. Quez Watkins got a boost here to 82% of the snaps. Previous game, he was about 50 55%. So he got a big boost there. Ward played a little bit, 16% of the snaps. And then at tight end, Goddard and Ertz, no surprise, both played 60-plus percent of the snaps. We do have Goddard on the COVID list, so don't think he'll be available. Um, So you'd think Jack Stahl probably gets the boost here um, with Goddard most likely out. Okay, so let's start out with Jalen Hurts at 11.8K. I really like Jalen Hurts uh, to no one's surprise. He's a guy who's super high end to begin the season. Um, He's a top three right now, fancy quarterback uh, overall in season long. And just, again, the rushing upside he brings just gives him that floor. He can go get you seven, eight points on the ground uh, just with his rushing upside. And he ran two in last game too. Um, So, yeah, I think Jalen Hurts, very safe option with upside um, I like him a good amount here in a high total game. All right, wide receiver. So Devontae Smith at 8.8K. I would say he has the most upside for the Philadelphia Eagles at wide receiver. However, you're going to have to pay premium for him. And he's close in price to those Tampa Bay wide receivers. So I think the ownership isn't going to be that high. Um, so I like him as kind of a contrarian option. Miles Sanders at 6'6". And he's been playing a decent amount of snaps. He is involved in the past game, 4-3, 5 targets last three games. Uh, I think he's a pretty safe play. Should play most of the game. Is involved in the passing game. No issue there. Again, Goddard on the COVID list. I don't think... Let's see. They'll still need... Okay. To produce two negative tests. So I guess there's still a chance he could play Thursday. Okay. So just keep an eye on this. I guess there's no... It's not guaranteed that he's out. Um, If Dallas Goddard plays... Viable, right? Um, but he's a little bit more expensive than Zach Ertz, who I'd probably lean to if they're going to play similar snaps. So, yeah, monitor that Dallas Goddard news. Uh, Rager, 5K, playing out of the slot. Should play majority of the game. Um, five targets last week. Now, I don't think he has as much upside as Devontae Smith, but uh, he's also way, way cheaper. So, another relatively safe option. Again, Quez Watkins got more run last game. If he's going to play majority of the game, I think he's firmly in the play. He does have big play upside like Devonte Smith. So, Um, I I do have some interest in him for GPPs. Again, kickers, obviously both in play. Ertz, if there's no Goddard, I think makes for a very safe play. He's had seven, eight, and six targets the last three games. Uh, He's been playing pretty well. And again, if there's no Dallas Goddard, probably gets a a bump. So monitor that. But yeah, I like Zach Ertz, especially if Goddard is out. The defense, I'm going to pass an Eagles defense going up against Tom Brady and crew. Uh, Gainwell, 2-4, I actually do have a little bit of interest in him. Probably not getting a ton of carries, but is involved in the passing game. Four, eight, and three targets the last two games. Now, probably doesn't get as much run as Miles Sanders, but if you get like 25 to 30, maybe 35% of the snaps at this price point, um, I think you can definitely pay off the salary. Again, DraftKings is full point PPR, and you would think Philadelphia would probably plays from behind. So I do have some interest in rookie Kenny Gainwell, uh, but below that, not much you can feel good about. Greg Ward played a little bit, only $800, but only a large field tournament play. Um, again, Jack Stahl is there their there third string try end, would be the backup if there's no Goddard. So if you want to roll the dice on a Jack Stahl at mid-price, sure, again, I don't know much about him, but would think he gets a pretty big snap increase if Dallas Goddard is not available. But yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the video today. So if you happen to join the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. I will be doing a YouTube live stream on Thursday, general Q&A, so make sure to check that one out, guys. Thanks again, have a great night, and I will see you all in the live stream on Thursday.